0: The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet.
1: This is an exclusive presentation of Podcast One Sports. What up? This is Robert Orr.
2: All three pointers.
1: You might know me as Big Shot Bob. To
2: Orr for three. Oh, unbelievable. This guy is off the charts. So what's going on, Big Shot Bob? Robert Orr from downtown. Now that's making a statement.
0: Making a statement would be Robert Ori rolling in today dressed like Russell Westbrook at the Met Gala. But
1: we're not quite doing that. So. Hey, hey, I might roll up looking like Dwayne Wade now in the all white with no shirt underneath. You yeah, know.
0: yeah, a little bit of a moon, moon night look going on for D Wade. <laughs>
1: hey but i don't want nobody to to, to burn the eyes out you know his body ain't like it used to be
0: (laughs) none of them are man we ain't we just ain't we just ain't Uh, it is the big shop pod oh my goodness we got a lot to get to holy cow Uh, a lot of nba stuff going on
1: Uh, yes a
0: lot of it uh especially after last night um yeah uh, harper did you have something off the top or did you want to get to the nba first
2: yeah, I mean, well, this kind of has something to do with the NBA, but then it kind of doesn't. So we all know that John ja Morant's father, uh, I think his name is T. Morant. It is. It's uh-huh. like the new the new uh, excited and supportive father on the scene, kind of following under that LeVar Ball, you know, Mama Durant type of thing. Um, <laughs> I don't so, know if i throw
0: him in with LeVar Ball, but, yes, I get your point. Well, well, yeah. but,
2: but the parent that you always see – hyping their kid up whenever yeah. they do well, uh-huh. or, you know, yelling at the reps whenever, you know, they make a bad call or don't make a call at all. Well, somebody had posted something was like T. Moran is approaching LeVar ball level of annoyance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't think so. Drake responded was saying, imagine your son makes the league and he's Ja or mellow or Lonzo. All you can do is be elated and competitive and oversupportive and it's the rite of passage and then you see a lot of these ogs talking shit i'm gonna be like that even if my son enters a rubik's cube competition this is what drake said okay then some random you know drake has thousands of comments on instagram he's drake some random dude was like your son probably play with ghost writers now that is a shot at him not writing his own lyrics
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> so then Drake responds to that. Oh no! Because you know when you you talk about somebody's kid, you know that's the thing that kind of gets him. He was like, "I just followed your wife because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life." Jeez! Oh, oh, so he actually did go and follow his wife.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and bravo. He apparently he DMs his wife and says, I got you, my or I got you, baby, you know, laughing my ass off. And the dude and the husband recorded it. And I guess he's looking at it from a standpoint of which is very funny. But social media, you know, has taken it and has run with it like buddy probably should have just been quiet because now your girl can sit up there and say every time y'all get into an argument don't let me don't make me go text drake or dm drake back (laughs) or because because the wife was like she actually and was like omg drake wants to take me on an adventure and i'm thinking to myself hey it's a double-edged sword you probably should have kept your mouth shut as as a as a man because this is what you which is with the bed that you made but then on the flip side if drake can take my wife he can have (laughs) (laughs) what, what you
1: want me to do that's funny you know it's like, I was like okay you want to take my wife i says go right ahead go right ahead but you're gonna have some looking over your shoulder the rest of your life
2: <laughs> i don't know what you want me to do hmm. i don't I, I can't do it outside of you know almost wanting to kill drake but i go to jail for i can't do nothing i don't have drake money i can't provide you <laughs> those experiences
0: <Yeah.
3: laughs> Oh, that, well, ain't nobody funny. got Drake money and
0: he bets like a hundred grand on whether Drake London's going to be the first guy picked in the first receiver in the draft. I mean, he mm, yeah, every just got money to
2: throw around, but right. So on one end, I'm like, dude, you, you probably should have not made the, the comment in the first place. But then on the other end, if my wife is responding and that's something that she can keep <laughs> in her back pocket. Anytime we get in a disagreement at some point in time, as a man, you got to be like, All right, Now that ain't going to hey, work. Hey, I'm, I'm,
1: hey, but me as a husband, I'm gonna be like, you got one time to use it. You got one time to use it. I'm going to let you have that one time, and then it's going to be a wrap.
2: Oh, <laughs> no. is, is that one t- like, a, like a hall pass you can use it one time and come back? No, no. So it says, oh. like, you know, you're getting an the argument. They'll make me DM Drake. I'm like,
1: oh. okay, that's your one time. That's don't bring it. it up again. That's it. I'll I don't
0: let... ever want to hear about it again.
1: And then you use it. Go ahead. Call him up. See if he responds to you. Go ahead. <laughs> I dare you. Go ahead.
2: Because <laughs> my thing is, he's only doing it for the fact that he's bored
1: i'm like go right ahead and get in line with the millions and oh, millions God. of other people yeah.
0: <laughs> really. and really? that is by the way that is an a class <laughs> trolling job by drake that is, is that is quality work right there that is, Buddy is he's work. petty though
1: but hey but the thing about that you could only do that if you're single now let that be somebody who's married and said what you know and the wife' like fuck wrong with you oh yeah uh,
2: that, that stops in a
1: heartbeat <laughs> and, yeah. and then and don't let the wife be like drop dead gorgeous then it it's really gonna be a problem <laughs>
2: well you say you can only do what if you're single what are you talking about if like, you're
1: drake if you're you, Drake, you, can you can't troll somebody that, like that and if dm someone's wife yeah. like that you know, like like if like me and the two robs here we couldn't do that hell no <laughs> Hell, we go, right. We go eat, sleeping on the couch outside. Babe, it's just jokes knocking on the door. <laughs> right.
0: This beautiful studio in which I work would be my home. I would no, <laughs> I, never, I would never be allowed to return to my other one.
2: I'd probably challenge you on that because I think with Drake, even if he was married, not saying that I, I'm an advocate for this at all whatsoever. But if it was Drake and he was married, he still could probably get, get away with it. <laughs> maybe because he's Drake. Maybe, he's Drake. <laughs> That's that's quality work by
0: Drake. I like that. I like I like the Instagram pettiness there. That's good stuff. That's good I don't shit. think I've
1: ever DM anybody.
0: Who the hell's phone's going off? Is that you? Who's calling?
2: It's Who's my. Cameron's, calling? Cameron's it's Cameron's probably it's, it's probably Drake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Blowing up Candace. Where's your man at? Oh,
2: no,
1: that's, that's, funny. A, he's, that's Cameron asked me if I saw what happened to Dave Chappelle last night. I oh. I saw that. Did you see that? And I was supposed to go. Oh. Yeah. Hey, I was supposed go? to go last night. It was at Hollywood Bowl. I didn't go. I, um, some, my friend, so what, Brad some asshole Turner.
0: fan ran up or something yeah. on stage?
1: Yeah. My friend Brad Turner, who we have to go on the show, you know, he's he covers the LA Times. Yeah, he yeah. didn't get me a ticket, so I'm calling him out like that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I said, get me a ticket, dog. He was like, it's all sold out. I'm like, come on, man. You're on blast, <laughs> Brad. That's it. <laughs> yeah, some dude runs
0: up on stage and, uh, I, I don't know, what was he trying to tackle Dave or something? Was yeah. the story he was trying to go after Dave and then some and the, got folded like a launcher by like Kevin Hart, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I think Kevin it was no not Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart uh, Jamie Foxx. Wow. Jamie Foxx grabs the dude, pulls him down or something.
2: Yeah, really? Was the story. Yes, that was part of the story. So it wasn't Dave Chappelle's security based off what
0: I read? I, I don't know if it was if, if Jamie had a hand in taking the guy down or just was like yeah. grabbing on him while he was running or something. But yeah, it okay. was, Jamie Foxx had a hand in, in keeping the guy off the
1: stage. So. Oh, that's crazy. Cameron just, he was showing me like the dude's elbow was going the other way. It's oh, I like, did see that. Yeah. That's what you get. That's what you get. Yeah. If I'm a doctor, I'm like, I'm not even fixing that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. now nah, you, you got to that like on little, yourself. That's yeah. a reminder not to try some shit like that. I'm not fixing that. Pop it out yourself. Put it back in place.
0: Apparently, too, Chris Rock was at this show <laughs> last night and came out yeah. and was like, was that Will Smith?
1: <laughs> Taking it up on stage. He's going
0: to he's going to use that joke and work that shit for the rest of his life, man.
1: Why not it? It.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, look, since we're on drama and people fighting, um, <laughs> I guess we can start with Draymond, because this seems to be the story that's kind of everywhere after last night. So I think this kind of all rolls back to game one where Draymond catches a flagrant two. Uh, who the hell did he pull down? I don't even remember who the hell he pulled to the ground. Um, uh, Brandon what? Clark. Yeah, yeah, Brandy Brandy Clark. Clark. And he drags him down to the ground. He kind of clocks him as he's coming down when he's, when he's pulling him down to the ground, they bounce him on a flagrant two. He gets mm-hmm. bounced. Golden state goes on wins the game. So fast forward to last night, he gets, he catches an elbow from somebody like in the first couple minutes of the game. And he's busted up and he's bleeding. And then the fans start cheering the injury. And then here come the double birds from Draymond as he's walking off the court. Um, and I I have to applaud Draymond Green simply for this response in the post game. A hundred percent.
2: You gonna boo somebody who get elbowed in the eye and face running on blood? You should get flipped off. So I'll take the fine. I'll go do an appearance and make up the money. But <laughs> it felt really good to flip them off. You gonna boo someone that get elbowed in the eye and blood running on your face? I could have had a concussion or anything. So if they gonna if they gonna be that nasty, I can be nasty too, and. I'm assuming the cheers was because they know I'll get fined. Great, I make twenty five million dollars a year. I should be just fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I love Draymond. He's Drake. right though.
2: He's yeah. right, especially about yeah. that last part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fine. I think Kyrie Kyrie caught a fifty thousand dollar fine for his double birds yeah. in Boston. So and he
2: made he make thirty. So yeah, drop
0: in the bucket yeah. for Dray.
2: Right. You know. Hey.
1: You know what? Dylan Brooks going to catch hell when he go to Oakland. Boy, he can't leave his room. Oh, my God, dude. That's <laughs> what he did to Peyton. Oh, yeah. no, and no. you no, forget. No. Hey, not just the son, the dad, the dad boys. You can't leave your room, dog. Yeah. You hey, room service for you, partner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but here's the thing. One oh thing that goodness. I will applaud the refs about is they kept the same energy last night. Like, you, you – you kick Dre uh Dre out with a flagrant two, he's ejected. Oh, yeah, he got Okay, you yeah. kept the same energy last night with uh, uh with Brooks. Yeah. He's ejected. Well, so gosh that, that was really obvious though with Brooks. Yes. You don't
0: bounce him on if you don't bounce him on that, you got big problems.
2: Yeah, you're right. But it's it's the follow-through. Just like with Dre, they said it was the follow-through. Now, some people will argue that could have been just a flagrant one with Dre, but my thing is if you're gonna make that call with him and then you see what you saw last night, you had to keep the yeah. same energy.
1: But for me I think with with draymond's uh it, it could be a flavor of one and a half too it's because it grabbed a jersey you know like I, yeah. but when you get hit in the head when you're in the air like that I had I've had it done to me but and then you fracture your elbow uh, that was nasty. the way he fell he couldn't yeah. do anything with his elbow his arm just would jar up uh, but he should be suspended for two games a game at least man in my opinion because when you hit someone like that and if you and for me, I'm all about watching. play. I love Dylan Brooks' energy as a player, but sometimes he can get a little nasty. And I think for that, that was a little nasty, even though you don't want anybody to be suspended in the playoffs, but I think he should get a one-game suspension for that hit. No, I don't think it was intentional. I
2: don't think I Dylan do. Brooks. <laughs> you do? I do. I do. Well, he clotheslined him pretty
0: clean. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentionally what he was trying to do, but the way he kind of came around on on Gary's back and hit him. Yeah, it, it's just and Steve Kerr, too, going, you know, because as a, he broke as the a basketball
1: player, there you know how to jump behind someone and swat. Look at Carmelo Anthony, he does it all the time, can't jump over a, a box right now, right? But he can get the block <laughs> from behind, he knows how to do it. And you can pretend, oh, I'm gonna do that same move and get that free lick in and be like, okay, because he. Look at the height of his jump to block that shot. He was nowhere near, he was about two, three inches off the ground. You're not gonna block the shot. You didn't swing behind him. You went through him. And for me, knowing me, knowing me and knowing how to flavor file someone or get someone back or, or, or make a point, I know that that was done intentionally. You know, so that's why, that's why me, that's why they should have former players on that, on that staff or that board or what you want to call when files come in like that. We'd be like, oh, that shit was done that pre- was done intentionally. No, that was, you know, that was okay. So you should put someone like a that was me. That was wrong, man. That was bad, especially yeah. the playoffs.
2: Yeah, Charles and them were saying that they don't think he um did it intentionally, but they do think he should have been ejected like he was. Mm-hmm. Because you sometimes it's not about the intent, but it is about what actually happened. Like yeah. what actually happened is you hit the dude and he comes down to brace his fall. Like you said, when it mm-hmm. comes to hand, wrist, and arms, yeah. they're not meant to brace those type of falls. Yeah. And what happens happens. So it's not always about the intent. You may not yeah. have intended it, but mm-hmm. this is what actually happened. Because
1: yeah. yeah. think about my two game suspension with the bump on Steve Nash. Would you rather really get hit like I hit Steve Nash or get hit like uh, Peyton got hit? Oh
0: God! The hit well, that I put on yeah, Steve take, Nash I'll was take not the Nash even hit all day. Yeah, it wasn't
1: yeah. even. I didn't even. I didn't even extend. I didn't extend at all. And I got, well, I got a game for that and then a game for when O'Boy ran up on it, and I tried to knock his jaw off. <laughs> but yeah. that was it. Wow. But so that's my, If you you got to look at it and okay, now if you set this standard right now, in the playoffs right now, it doesn't happen again. Guys, second guess. Oh shit, that's a game. I got to be here for my team. Yeah, So yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. You got, sometimes you got to make an example of people. And I don't want that to happen. I'm not saying, you know, do it because it's the playoffs and you want to see a full strength team. But, you gotta start somewhere and start it, stop it before it
2: begins. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh just looking at this series, obviously, you know, Memphis needed that game, you know, last night. But and I love this Memphis team. I love their grit. I like them for the long haul. I think they are really built to, to make a run for quite some time. But I really think this game, I, th- I think this series is over in five at the most, six because when i looked at game 1 and i looked at everything that they did uh um, had a a really good game um mm-hmm. uh, what's his name Um triple j yeah, the big man for knocking those threes down like right. crazy having the be- probably had the best game of of the series that he'll probably mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. draymond gets ejected and you still lose like and then in game two, you know, you came out with all the energy, you played well, but Golden State was right there. They yeah. could have won that game too. And that just lets me know that if you're the Grizzlies, you have to be dang near perfect in yeah. order to beat this team. And if that's what you're going to have to be, you're going home. I'm sorry. I, I know they're exciting and I know they're good. I know this series isn't over and anything can happen and things can change. But the way that I'm looking at the two games, and then you're going, you're going back to, to San Francisco. Oh, I don't think they'll win either of those games in golden state.
1: Unless John gets 50 again, I was going to say, <laughs> but, even, but even when but John even drops in.
0: 47, that game is still within striking yeah.
1: distance. Yeah.
0: So I just don't know. And how much of that, Rob, do you chalk up to experience playoff experience? I mean, golden state, they've been through the battles 20 times over. It seems
1: like. Yeah. Golden state's been through the battle, but I, I, I look at the way they play. They don't see, a, a I mean, Memphis, the Grizzlies, there's a shot that they don't like. There's got to be opportunities where you had to come down. You got that shot, run some offense, you know, make the move. And that same shot, same spot is going to be a better shot, uncontested. You know, not five feet behind the line. And that just comes from experience. But also the way you play throughout the season, that's the way the Grizzlies play. The Grizzlies remind me of, the Paul Westhead, Denver Nuggets, they just get up and down. They just go. They don't care what happened. We're going to play a little defense when need be, but for the most part, you're going to have to us. And I think for the most part, you, you can do that in the playoffs, but you can only do it with a mature team that knows when to slow it down because if you watch Steph, Steph will come t- down sometime and just, you know, walk it up, mm-hmm. bring the energy back down and get everybody in control. And next thing you know, they pick you apart, they get in the layup but not them. They still on attack mode. They still trying to shoot three. So it has a lot to do with experience, like you said, and, and just maturity of, as a team. When I say maturity, I don't mean like immature players, but as you get through the years, like you said, beat out. in the three or four years, this team, they can stay together. They're they going to mature and understand, you know, slow it down sometimes and execute.
2: And it's the ball movement. Like, yeah. we've, we've seen this for from the Warriors for the last they, they're five, six years. Yeah. Like, and, and, and from that standpoint, you can also just see if, if people don't know the value of Draymond Green, like trying to um, put Draymond Green's value into like a bottle and then trying to dissect it, you really can't because he affects the game in so many ways. Just from a passing standpoint, you can see his court vision and driving to the basket, kicking it here or getting trapped and being able to kick it here and then being able to find somebody to knock down the wide open shot. Their floor spacing. And their basketball IQ to be able to spread the ball around and know where each other uh, is going to be is is yeah. second to none. And Draymond is a real—he's really the catalyst for that.
1: Yeah, he's—he's he's excellent because people pick up on Draymond. You know, he plays a four and a five, and now you bring that big out, and bigs don't like to put their hands up unless they're blocking a shot. And then you can whip the ball by his ear to play. So he is the key to that team. He is the heart and soul. Even though those other guys are knocking down threes and getting to the basket. He he makes that engine run. Yeah.
0: Are you rolling with B dog on this one? Are you going Golden State over Memphis or?
1: I, I think Golden State will win this series, but I think it'll be like in six. Uh, I think uh, John and him will, will win one more, uh, probably Game five, and then there and then Golden State will end it in Game six at home. Okay.
0: We'll see how it shakes out. What about the other uh, side of that that bracket in the West? Phoenix and uh, Dallas.
1: Swell. <laughs> what? I just think they're going to sweep them. Oh, really? Yeah, All right, well, Phoenix, we'll find out tonight, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, right? I think I, man, Phoenix is good, man. I you know, it hurts my heart to say anything good about Phoenix. <laughs> but <laughs> is Calangelo still the owner of Phoenix? He's uh, got own, he sold his chairs, right?
0: Good question. I don't think so.
1: Oh, if Calangelo's not there, yeah, I like Phoenix. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for Phoenix. I like Chris Paul. I'm
0: trying to see who owns
1: the And, and Monty, I like Monty. I think my uh, Robert is Sarver is
0: now your majority owner.
1: Oh, but no, no, hold on. Isn't he in some trouble for something though?
0: Yeah, he was. He was in some grief about front office stuff.
1: Okay. Well, no, I don't like Phoenix. Uh, take, race, I take that back. Racism and misogyny. Was <laughs> oh the, yeah. I don't like him
2: anymore. Yeah. No, I don't like Phoenix anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, so now we're rolling with Dallas.
2: Yeah, we're with Dallas. Q.
1: Come on, Dallas. Come on, J.K. Get that team going. Get going. You can
2: roll. <laughs> you can roll with Dallas all you want. You gonna roll with them right to the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're gonna be. Yeah. No,
1: um, I, I I just think Phoenix is a hell of a team, man. They got the bench. They got when you look at Phoenix and you look at the pieces. I think when you put a team together, you have to have five pieces of a pie. Are you know, they gonna make a great pie? And I think Phoenix great point guard, great two guard, hell of a three in bridges great center and Crowder is that, you know, that guy that came, you know, he's like that missing link. He's going to be great. One game, bad, one game, the good, the bad, the ugly get with Crowder, but, and then they got a hell of a bench,
2: you know, so with Payne pain and cam. So they, they're good. You just got to hope that um, with Phoenix and they've already experienced this in, in the first round that Devin Booker and Chris Paul, you know, that, that hammy, the hamstring don't creep up on either one of those guys. Yeah. The only, only thing that's going to prevent them from representing. Well, I don't want to say that because a, a series between them and, and golden state is is classic. Yeah. So I don't want, I don't want to be too quick. Cause at one point in time, I did say that Phoenix was the favorite and they still may be the slight favorite, but the way that golden state is playing, I don't know if they're as big of a favorite as they once were, but the, the thing that's going to keep, Phoenix from doing what they want to do is their own injuries. Yeah, that's really what it's going to be. Can those guys stay
1: healthy? That's why they need to sweep and get those hammies one hundred. Yeah, they go ahead and get that out of way. That's that. That's the one thing when we play. That's we always talk about, man. Let's get this shit over with because injuries can happen, and we can get the rest, and we'll be fine.
0: Yep. And then Golden State's got to hope Clay can not doink all the free throws at the at the end of a game. Like that that won't. That won't happen again. That I've never seen him. What did he miss? Like three of them. Three yes. at the end of the game. I'm like, I'm like, who is this guy? That won't happen. Usually <laughs> cash happen money from the, the line. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That
2: was weird. Um, Look, no one shoots hundred percent from the line. Well, that's the other other. What do you shoot like ninety some odd percent from the line? Yeah, it was like 91 well, well, that's the other. Something. Yeah. Well, that's the other nine and ten percent right I there. Guess. So,
0: <laughs> man, when the when the game's on the line though, that's wild. You right? That's wild. Um, I'm enjoying the hell out of the uh, Buck Celtics series too. They're locked up back at one too, but that's a yeah. fun series to watch. Damn, that's defense, a, boy. Yeah, and yeah. and I think uh, I think Jason Tatum got a little quick reminder that um, Giannis is not Kevin Durant. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> way more physical because he put him on his ass a few times the first couple games. I think he's got that that quick reminder there.
1: Hey, you know it's it, the re- the playoffs. That first game you go out because people play different in the playoffs in the regular season. Giannis. I don't know if he plays different, but I, I, he's just a freaking beast. He's aggressive as hell. You're used to, like, okay, everybody's a like KD and Giannis, two best players in the game. You come out like, okay, they're similar. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Giannis <laughs> is bigger. He might be even faster than KD. Like, coming down the court, I don't know, but that dude is just, he's strong, man.
2: He's strong. Yeah. KD is more skilled. But I think but Giannis is more dominant. He's a more physical player. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the scary thing because we always talk about Giannis's skill or lack thereof or where he is. And I'm like, this dude is doing what he's doing. And he's not even as skilled as you think he is. So he still has room to grow. And that's the scary thing about him. This man has already won two MVPs and a defensive player of the year. Where he is, he's, we, we always said, if he got a shot, he'd be better. That man shooting the ball from three now,
1: he's knocking down mid ranges too.
2: Yeah, yeah, fun. His his literal like his ceiling. He has the highest ceiling that we probably one of the highest ceilings we've ever we've ever seen in NBA history for a guy who's accomplished so much and still has so you know such a way to go. That's scary.
0: Yeah, I mean Milwaukee's a straight up contender any year he's on the floor. It's hands down. He makes mm-hmm. that team so much better, um, Rob. Who
2: you got in this series? I, I, I still got the the Bucks. So I was think say the you Bucks, picked the Bucks yeah. early.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think the Bucks will win this in five. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Wow. I oh. Think they'll win the, I, I think they're winning the next two at home, and then I might win six. But I'm thinking five though. I okay. think. I think. Hey. One, two, Self just came out and gave them their best shot last night, you know. And, and think about this: they don't even have their second best player on their team right now, and they're looking like this.
2: Yeah, you know? that that is, I man, I'm gonna have to say at the least six, because six. I think Jason Jason Tatum and I think the defense of the of Boston and I think Tatum and Jalen Brown got something to say. Like I always <laughs> say, I love Jason Tatum, I, I really do. I loved him when he when he was at Duke and that one year I was like, this man need to go college and they need to bring back the rule from that lets you go from high school to the NBA because he does not need to be playing in college.
0: Well, it's good <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's shaping up for a good series either way, you cut yeah. it. So I'm, i wanted to, I wanted to go seven. I was like, to go good, seven, I, I mean, like watching
1: good basketball, you know, but just I just think, you know, Milwaukee is just
0: a beast. It's oh, what was that? Your phone going off again? Oh, you got a lot going on over there, bro. Yeah, you're busy. Jeez. <laughs> he said we got to take the show. We got to go early, man. I got, I got, <laughs> some- <laughs>
1: that was just me. I hit the, the, the mouse and so it hit something on here and it just started playing. I'm like, what the heck is that?
0: <laughs> just so. Messing with stuff. I'll tell you what. Um, what about the, uh, the Sixers? Do you give them much of a shot without Joel Embiid in the lineup? Cause I think they're not going to have him again tonight.
1: No, uh uh-uh. uh, that's a wrap. I I didn't think that was I don't I didn't think it was going to be successful in the first place. I just don't think that team is you know is built to beat many people. It's because it, it it's just it, you know I I I might have lost words because when you look at the Sixers and you look at my papers, like okay, they got a good team, but they, it's just something they're missing, man. I don't know what it is. I I, I look at this team, you got. You got Maxi, who was a hell of a young player. You got Embiid, who was probably one of the best centers to play the game. And then you got Harden, who can give you 30-piece any night. But I, I, for me, I, I looked at it last, it's Tobias Harris. You need to make a mark on this game. You mm-hmm. need to do something. And, and, and I'm not blaming him or putting it on us. But I think for him, he has to step up for this team to be successful because you call yourself an all-star. So you have to do something extraordinary to make someone like, like, well, damn, I forgot about him, instead of like, oh, there's Tobias Harris.
2: You know, you, he has to make a mark on this game, on this series. He has to do something. Because that salary says he should be an all-star and should be <laughs> making a mark on this game, because that was the one thing when, when the Sixers uh, signed him, or was it re-signed him, one or the other, and he got the big payday, and it was like, um, I mean, I, look, I'm all for guys getting to the bag, but You your your play has to reflect the money that you're making, and (laughs) look, I've always said this, man, and this is not James Harden's fault that Joel Embiid is hurt, but it's just another thing in the I don't trust James Harden led basketball (laughs) teams. I just don't. And with the rule changes, I said the first person is going to affect is who James Harden. See,
1: I was opposite. I said the first person is going to affect is Trey Young. <laughs> uh, huh. I thought those two are the ones that's going to be affected the most by it.
2: Yeah, but but Trey has acclimated better than JH. He did, he did, he did. Yeah. he did. It took him a while, but he did. Yeah, yeah
0: he got in there. Um, <laughs> for me, when I look at Philly out again, outside looking in, not a guy who's ever obviously played. <laughs> there's like a lack of team chemistry there, very much so to me. And yeah. it, even though it wasn't a huge deal, did you see the Harden Maxi thing on the bench? Mm-hmm. So Harden sits down, this is in game one, and Maxie's sitting down, Harden sits next to him, Maxie gets up, goes to the other end of the bench, sits down, Harden gets up, walks to the other end of the bench, sits next to him, Maxie gets up, walks to the other end of the bench, he didn't even want to be anywhere near James Harden.
2: And it's like, dude, that is
0: screaming bad chemistry on that team. Like they don't even want to sit next to each other. And I don't know if I don't know if they were screwing with each other or it was whatever it was a bit. I don't know. But it, outside looking in, you look at that and you're like, all right, either they're effing with each other one or two. These are two guys who just don't want to be near each
1: other. Well, it's, it sounds like one guy. That's one you
3: know the other guy. <laughs> you yeah.
1: know, it, it, I, I guarantee you they probably was messing with each other. Cause, they had um, to be. Um, right. know, I know knowing Doc and Sam, they won't let something like that happen. Yeah. So I, I think they were just messing Because, you know, sometimes a player, when you're hot, you don't want to be around anybody. And that one guy is there. You're like, it's always there in your ear and try to calm you down. Yeah. And I think, you know, that sounds mm-hmm. weird. But, yeah, I think James Harden mm-hmm. was trying to, you know, get him back in the moment.
0: Yeah, maybe so.
2: <laughs> so, know. You know.
1: But um, it's gonna be interesting though. This offseason. season, it's gonna be interesting in a lot of different ways—from coaching to player movement to everything to draft. It's gonna be an exciting year.
0: Rumors heating up about uh Mark Jackson getting that job in uh, Sacramento.
1: That's you know, that's
0: catching a little fire there.
1: I think he'll get that job because I don't think anybody else out there really wants that job. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if Mark yeah, wants know. that job.
2: <laughs> well, Mark wants it. to get back. But he wants to get back in coaching. So, and that's and why he I'm saying he may, he
0: may take it. I don't yeah, know he if he take wants it. it. Yeah,
2: He should take
1: it because I think that he was wronged in Golden State. You know, he has a good year, gets those guys playing well. What? I'm out? Oh, damn. Yeah. And what? They win it? My, this was my team. I put this shit together. This is my you know, dynasty. So, yeah. hmm <laughs> Hey guys, Jay
0: Cutler. Started a new podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. Most of you know me from the NFL. Some of you have seen me on Instagram. And some of you know me from the reality TV world. Each week I'm taking you along with me as we discuss football, trending topics, and whatever's going on in my life each week. I'm bringing along people that are special in my life. Former teammates, friends, and some new people that I like and respect. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Podcasting? I think I'm doing this right. Can't wait to get started with you. Go subscribe now, Uncut with Jay Cutler, Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify, or
2: wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Uh, I have a couple uh, wild stories for you here that are just, they mess, they mess with my head. Um, you're a sports parent, more or less, right? You, uh-huh. go to, you go to Christian's Games and all that stuff, and you're involved... How involved are you in that stuff? Do you shout? Do you get do you get are you like LeBroning on the sidelines? Are you?
1: I, I yell at the refs a lot. Do you? I, yeah, I yell at the refs a lot because when there are some discrepancies going on, I'm like, I wish I was refering your kid so I could do the same shit you're doing to my kid. You know, I, I found out, you know, just talking to him and like, yeah. I know you see that. I said, look at me, ref. You know, I know the game. So I know what I'm talking about. You know, I just like to mess with him, but I, I I try to cheer as much as possible. My wife gets that mad, mad at me because I'm I'm the typical me, Robert Dory. I don't cheer in <laughs> regular season. I <laughs> Only cheer in the playoffs. <laughs> <Yep. All right. laughs> I only come. I only show up during the playoffs, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we had hey, it's a long year. <laughs> and I, I, I can cheer, you have to save my voice. You yeah, save it for, for when it counts.
0: Uh, we had a we had three stories this week that just made me shake my head. First one was a Boston dad was arrested after police said he allegedly whipped out a gun at his son's AAU game over the weekend in Massachusetts and sent people running. You're bringing a gun to your kid's AAU game is classy move. Boston, go figure. Uh, second, uh, there was a, a youth flag football event in Virginia last week. Uh, two people were shot. Uh, they crazy. haven't even caught the shooter yet. Uh, and then a third was the youth softball ump in Mississippi. Um, and this is a woman who got punched in the face because a mom didn't like the way she was umping the game.
1: So another mom punched a mom?
0: Mom punched the uh, the female ump in the softball uh, tournament in the face. Uh, I don't know how you throw hands at a kid's <laughs> event. And yeah. like, and my, my big thing is, and I say this to my wife all the time, this is about fun. If we're not going to go have fun then why are, why are the kids even involved in this? Why are we going to this if we're not having fun? We've got yeah, to have it, fun doing this stuff.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, I, I got involved in an incident like that at, at Christian's AAU game where the guy pushed me, and then I, I pushed him back. And then for me, I know I should have handled it, but I should have pushed me. I should have just went and got security. But, you know, when you're in the heat of the moment and your manhood gets challenged, you' gonna have some type of reaction, and then when I reacted, I was like, "All I could think, but oh, he's taking his backpack off." I'm like, "Oh hell no! I ain't gonna let you go on your backpack." Yeah. So I had to grab him, right? And so mm-hmm. when people came over, eventually broke it up. But I learned from that, like to to just you know, people are crazy, and people get heated. People get you know, they parents put themselves into their kids' body and think that's them out there playing, yep. and they forget why kids play this game. It's for the fun of it. It's for the little little competition. And so you got to understand, first of all, why were you carrying a gun to the event? You know? And, and, and what was your mindset? Like, oh, I'm just going there and I wish a motherfucker would. You know how to come. <laughs> like they say. Yeah. So
2: you not have all that, man. It's oh, would you just break all
0: your shit? What'd you do? I
2: dropped my phone. It's, it's, it's- well, that phone been giving you problems since we started. <laughs> I tell you what, man.
1: Hey, that's why we should get rid of all cell phones. And go back to beepers.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, dude, I miss beepers, man. Because you could ignore someone's page real easy, and it was mm-hmm. way easier than trying to block a call. Yeah, from ghost people. But um, yeah,
1: it's 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 just hard, man, to watch these incidents happen, man. And I know for me, I was after that happened, I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't did that. But you, at part who man, was it that you... that threw at you was another like a parent. It was it was the coach of the other team. You know, the he coach. was. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he was he was mad because we were kicking their ass. And so and like he started being a he, he's this coach is known to be an asshole. He's gotten thrown out of a couple of games. You know, he's gotten into it a couple of kids and the parents. And so he's he was that type of dude. And so, you know, knowing this coming in, I was already like uh, like leery of him. So it was, it was a bad situation, but I learned from it. And now I just coach and smile and move on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you learn and you grow. Yeah. You learn and you grow. We had um, a football league here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. a church football league. That oh, had, long. had to stop playing games because their umps and referees were quitting because of the parents. The parents were bullying the hell out of the refs to the point where they stopped. <laughs> they would just go, I'm not reffing these games anymore. We're done. They couldn't get freaking refs for the games. Because of the parents, yeah.
1: There's a line, bro. Hey, you know how you had closed practices? (laughs) You couldn't have a closed game. Did y'all win? Man, you ain't kidding. (laughs) You ain't ain't joking.
2: Yeah, it it stuff gets a little too serious, man. You know, like parents living, living through their kids doing. They want their kids to do things that um they couldn't do.
0: Yeah,
2: I get it. And and so I couldn't do it. So I'm gonna make sure that you do it by any means necessary. If it means you know acting a fool at the game or whatnot. It's one thing to be a supporter parent to where you want to laugh and cheer and do things that, you know, T. Moran and even to an extent, LeVar Ball. But when you start, when it gets to a point where it gets heated and you fighting other folks, yeah, hey, man, you're tripping. It's it's a, it's a kid. It's a yeah. kid's game. As long as you don't challenge
0: Michael Jordan to a one-on-one, I think you don't cross the line. <laughs> and LeVar Ball challenged Michael Jordan to one-on-one at some point.
2: Oh, speaking of Michael Jordan, you know his uh tequila and LeBron's tequila are up for the same award? Oh. Uh-oh. So this will what, settle the debate the, once and for all. What's the award? <laughs> I don't know. Some type, some type of liquor award, I assume. So oh. some people are like, well, this is gonna determine who's the go. Is it? Greatest of all time <laughs> comes down to your booze. I
1: haven't I haven't had um uh Lobos, which is LeBron, but had some Cordo. And we have it right there in the office, though. So that's right. Well, you have it right across. Look, you're probably looking at it right there. Staring at it. I'm looking at it. Looking at it. But I had this some Cordo. I like the some I'm still waiting on LeBron. LeBron said he's going to send us some. So I'm still waiting, LeBron.
0: <laughs> um, We should get LeBron on, too, sometime. Uh, I don't know if he's in Cancun or not, but uh, when he's got time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd love to get he, him on. He's
2: enjoying life, watching the playoffs. Man. You know, living through everybody else, saying that this is the last season he I'm won't never going to let this happen
0: again. I'm going to – well, right. Okay. All right. Well. He yeah. said that? Oh, yeah, he was saying oh, yeah, he this he is the last that. time he'll never make the playoffs. Uh,
1: yeah. Like, I oh, cute. Rob, I'm going to tell you – I never I'mma even lost you. in the first round. I ain't
2: that cute. Oh, adorable. <laughs> Look at the little – he lost in the playoffs. I'm <laughs> going huh? you you to tell you one name. I'm going to tell you one name that I think is linked to the Lakers this offseason. Uh-oh player standpoint because he's an unrestricted free agent Uh-oh. Zach Levine
1: okay he went to UCLA right
2: yeah, Uh, yeah and I remember when he was on first take I think a couple of years ago first take was out somewhere on location and they had him on and he had mentioned uh, you know they had mentioned asked him Stephen A. was like well, you know would you like to play with LeBron he was like you know i I'd love to play with LeBron. You know, that would be a dream come true. And, you know, had other little little snarky comments about, you know, uh, how, you know, other cities aren't like LA and all this, you know, all the little other things that people take and run with, you know, years down the line. Mm -hmm. So he's an unrestricted free agent. I don't know if it would have to be one, like a sign and trade type of thing with the Lakers, but I think that's a guy that you could look out for to say, you're talking about, you know, fixing this roster. He could be a potential guy to come in and really be that, that third piece. Yeah. And that's, that, that is the good,
1: a good outlook on the next season. They could add him a good piece, but
0: what kind of money do you have? Yeah, to I was going to say though. that.
1: <laughs> they're, they're, first of all, what were you going to send a D to Chicago? I'm going to send you back home and bring Zach Levine in here and make some kind of trade. Nah, you know, we know a D in a couple of the years, probably going to go in Chicago and play, you mm-hmm. know, he got Chicago tatted on his body. So he might want to go to Chicago, but, uh, it, That'd be a good piece, man. Some, some excitement. Yeah, going cost you, you know. 20 plus million though. Yeah. Yeah. But how healthy is he though? That's the other thing I had to think about. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He did have some little health scare this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, you know, it is what it is. It's
0: interesting. Like you said, Rob, it's going to be a fun off season either way.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
0: for sure. Uh, I don't want to mention this quickly. I don't know if there's really a ton to talk about with it. The Deandre Hopkins suspension in the NFL, um, he catches six games for violating the PED policy. Um, he was banged up last year, missed seven games. First time in his career, really missed a, a bunch of games, and then they caught him on a uh, on
1: PEDs.
0: So yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I get just confused. It breaks my heart on some of those because it's like, dude, what are you doing?
1: I, I get confused when they say PEDs. I want to know exactly which one it was because a lot of times it could be like one percent of something, and yeah. like, hold on, this it's it's in the. It's in the stuff I'm doing for rehab and all this kind of stuff. So they need to really break that down and analyze. They just can't put it. I want to know how their system works, but I because DeAndre Hopkins, when you talk about one of the best receivers in the game, you know, you, we missed him last year. We missed seeing the things he could do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they'll just shorten that from seven games and they deep dive to figure out what it actually is that's that's making him uh, light up, sort of say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Catch a positive. And it's crazy because on draft night, they traded for uh, Hollywood Brown, the receiver that was, you -hmm. know, in Baltimore. And everybody's like, you know, whoa, that's a, you know, that's a heck of a trade, you know? And then you come out and hear that, you know, Hollywood wanted to leave, you know, him and uh, Lamar Jackson are really good friends. Mm -hmm. And then he goes to Arizona and plays with his, uh, his college quarterback in Kyler Murray. But now that you see that, The suspension has come that way. I wonder did the Cardinals know about this prior to making the trade, which then prompted them to make the trade? I thought about that, too. I would imagine so. Yeah,
1: they probably did. Because they probably was the ones like, oh, get back on the field as soon as possible, get 100. Seven games? No, that's nothing. (laughs) Playoffs be around. We'll hold it down with with Hollywood. And when you come back, we're going to be a beast. (laughs)
0: Well, you know, with, with Hopkins coming off, he was like a knee and a hamstring or something last year that had him yeah, sideline. Yeah. He missed the playoffs and all that stuff. So, you know, first instinct when you look at this is obviously something to get him back from injury. You yeah. Know, if it was nefarious or it was outside the lines of something that he wasn't supposed to be doing, it was probably to get back from injury. Yeah. Imagine right. it's a HGH things, athletes, thing or something.
1: Yeah. You know? And so many things that people, the athletes do to get back on the field because they love the game, they love to be out there competing and
3: then
0: they get, you know, spanked for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. Uh, Brittany Griner update real quick as well. Um, The U.S. State Department changed the classification of her case to wrongfully detained, which just means that now they can actually make an appeal to get her released instead of waiting for the Russian legal system to play itself out. And God knows what the hell's going on in Russia right now anyway. Um, But uh, uh, her team and her family, they're very optimistic because they released the U.S. Marine— Trevor Reed, Uh, like about a week or two ago, he was being held in Russia since 2019. So, just a a little bit of a positive uptick to the Brittany Griner case. And I don't want that to fall off our radar because we haven't really talked about it. Not a lot of people have mentioned it since it came up a few weeks back. But, um, you know, just thinking about her and hoping that works out.
1: Yeah, I know. The only thing you can say is you just hope that she's healthy. And she's, I know she's probably not in good spirits, but hopefully, you know, they're not treating her bad you know they're just detaining her and allowing her to you know still be somewhat of a of of, of a piece of herself meaning that you know sometimes you can get detained they put you in solitary confinement and those things can mess with you mentally so i'm I'm hoping they're not doing anything crazy to her well and it's
0: like your diet too yeah you know what i mean like especially as an athlete your diet you are your body's conditioned on stuff and the hell knows what they feed you and in Prison, let alone Russian prison. I don't even know. Yeah.
1: Is she she's in prison prison, huh?
2: I think so. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And that's hey. the thing, man. She's been over there almost three months. Oh my god, yeah. And like outside of the physical stuff, like you, you know, once you get her back here, like because then you gotta look at it like basketball is kind of like the last thing on your mind in this situation, mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure there's a there's something mentally that she's going to have to kind of get through and, and then the mental will then lead to the physical. And then maybe then she can get back to basketball, however long that takes. But, you know, basketball is kind of like secondary at this moment, because now you're wondering where she is mentally, you know, how is she coping? You know, once she's out, how is she going to get back acclimated to being over here? Because no telling what conditions those prisons are in, you know, every prison around the world, ain't the same. Yeah. And you no know, hey. telling what she's being, you no know, deprived of and things of that nature. So uh, you just really hope that she can get back on U.S. soil, and then she can get back to her and get back to doing what she she wants to do. Because her being locked up over there and detained for that long over whatever minor and minuscule minuscule thing she she did is is some BS.
1: You know, I just hope that you know you look at all the movies and see how Russian prisons are. I hope it's not like what we see in the movies. I hope it's you know a little better than that or a lot better than that because yeah, I worry about her mentally. You know, that's the, that's the biggest thing for me because you know, prison, even the prisons in the United States can do something oh. to you. Think about that. She's in a prison where probably nobody speaks English and I'm sure she doesn't speak Russian. So mm-hmm. that's solitary confinement in itself. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's bad. It's real bad. But, uh, thinking about her and hoping the state department figures this out, like get to work guys. All right. Big shot of the week before we play our game, by the way, this week is, um, so the biggest movie in the world is going to be Doctor Strange this week, Doctor Strange <laughs> and the Multiverse of Madness. So the, the game this week is going to be Doctor Strange or Doctor Fauci. <laughs> give you guys this. St- and by the way, game is shockingly difficult to figure I believe out. It. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play. So I'm gonna give you guys a fact. You got to tell me if it's Doctor Strange or Doctor Fauci. Um, our big shot of the week is going to go to the Oceanside Police Department, Oceanside, California. They were given a twenty thousand dollar donation earlier this year to the department and they put it toward their random acts of kindness project they are going to multiple stores with this money and giving shoppers a hundred bucks each to help them pay their grocery bills so this is just one of those programs that started back in 2021 as kind of a secret santa and has evolved (laughs) now into this random acts of kindness program so props to the oceanside police department for getting something and turning it into something even bigger. And even if you can give back just a little bit in small increments to people it goes so far. Cause a hundred bucks for someone that can't buy groceries right now is going to feed their family.
1: I uh, man, I was in a grocery store that didn't just a hundred bucks. And I was like, this is all the shit I got. Yeah. I'm like, but I am in Cali though. So <laughs> no, you know, but, but it's everywhere. <laughs> it, man. It, it makes a big difference though, yeah. man. Um, even though I had to put the, uh, the snacks back, you know, to, <laughs> the hosties Twinkies, but it, it's, for people to go around and take not just the money but their time to reach out to people and do these randoms random acts of kindness is always a blessing because you can look at these these guys on social media that just go around and give people a hundred bucks. It makes their day, man. Oh my and, god. And and especially for a, a police department, because you know, everybody's always, you know, side-eyeing the police, but this helps them, you know, take some of the stain off what's been going on around this world for a long time with cops, so I'm, I'm happy to do
2: that. So, yeah, yeah, big shot to them.
3: Yeah. And and,
2: and Lord knows you, you're spending $100 in California, you're only getting two things. <laughs> That's why I had to put the Twinkies back. $75 box of Twinkies. Shit. All right. Uh-oh. All right, here we go.
0: Game time. Uh, I got seven questions. We'll see how you guys do. I'm going to give you a fact. You just got to tell me Was this Dr. Stephen Strange, Sorcerer
1: Supreme? uh, Hold on, hold on. You know who Dr. Strange is?
2: Yeah, I know who Dr. Strange is. <laughs> I
1: would hope so.
2: Who is Dr. Do you know who Dr. Fauci is? Yeah, I know
3: who he is. Oh, okay,
0: good. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. White guy with short hair on the news. I don't know how he's paying attention to that clown. I mean, at least Dr. Strange has got cool shit going on. And Dr. Fauci's telling me to wear a mask. I'm like, stop. When, is, when does Dr. Strange come out? Uh, this weekend. Oh, cool. This weekend. So. Um, I'm getting I'm lucky. Okay. I'm getting, getting to go see it tomorrow, a little, little bit ahead of the release. So uh well, very to excited. To,
1: yeah, I gotta go to the barbershop and get my copy. There you go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. Right. I'm totally kidding. My totally god,
0: totally you, <laughs> you got too much money for that. Robert O'Reilly pirating <laughs> movies is the <our> headline <laughs> coming off of uh, this show. All right, which uh which of these doctors was born in New York? Doctor Strange or Doctor Fauci?
1: Doctor Fauci. I'm going to say Dr. Fauci because Dr. Strange are both of Is it a, can we say both or just one? You can
0: say both. It's okay. not both, but oh, you can dog. say okay. that if you want. Oh.
1: But I'm just going to go by the way Dr. Fauci speaks his dialect and some of the words he says. He just sounds like a New Yorker.
0: <laughs> Check out the big brain on Rob. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Fauci born in Brooklyn, Dr. Strange born in Philly. Uh lives he was? In, lives in New York, obviously. Okay. It's where really yeah. the Sanctum okay. is. All right, uh, which doctor attended medical school at Columbia? Doctor Strange or Doctor Fauci? For those of you that mm. don't know, Doctor Strange was an actual doctor before
3: yeah, he became a sorcerer spring.
1: Yeah. He was very good with his hands. I mean, he no, was he was most... very, but he was very uh very narcissistic. Yes. Very much so. He was the best at doing his procedure. Had top marks at Columbia, Doctor Strange.
0: I'm going to say Strange went to Columbia. Who went to Columbia, B-Dog?
2: I'm going to say Strange, too.
0: Uh, Dr. Fauci went to Cornell. Dr. Strange went to Mm. Columbia. Very nice. Good job. All right. uh, What doctor was created in 1940?
2: That word created is interesting.
0: Well, (laughs) it works both ways born in 1940 created in 1940 kind of split the
2: yeah day. but 1940
0: i'll reframe gonna... it what doctor has a birthday in <laughs>
2: 1940 i want to say i'm gonna say fauci okay i'm um, gonna say fauci because i
1: knew the, the the strange didn't come out to like He's either the '60s or the '70s. Doctor Strange came out.
0: All right, well, Doctor Strange, 1963.
2: Yeah, Doctor Fauci, 1940. So and plus, Doctor Fauci, he 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 old. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, old
0: man. All right, uh, what doctor has held his current position since 1974? Doctor yep. Strange or Doctor Fauci? <laughs> uh, that would be Doctor
1: Strange. <laughs>
2: in 74? Yeah.
1: Because you know it's weird. I'm going to say Dr. Strange. You know it's probably Fauci. Because Dr. Strange was created, like you said, in 1963. So I'm sure he held that position from day one. (laughs) (laughs) So just to be difficult, I'm going to just go off the limb and say Dr. Strange.
2: (laughs) Held i position in 74. 74. 74. God. I'm going to go. All right. I think this is where we split. I'm going to go Fauci. Yes. Okay. I tricked him. All right. You just realized when was Dr. Fauci born?
1: 1940. So he didn't hold that position for that 34, did he?
0: Dr. Fauci became the ah. chief. No, he became the chief of NIAID's laboratory of immunoregulation in 1980. Ah. So, Dr. Strange became Master of the Mystic Arts in 1974.
1: Just six years <laughs> off. Yeah. Just, just where he was really. All right. Yeah. Um, See, I was trying to use like reverse psychology. To try to get again, they're somewhat tricky here. Uh,
0: what doctor helped eradicate a global killer in 2020?
2: Dr. Strange. Okay. It, Fauci it, ain't eradicate nothing. Hey, he's the guy
1: who snapped his finger. He got rid of him. Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, Avengers Endgame
0: came out in 2019, but Dr. Fauci spent all of 2020 working on coronavirus. So you're both wrong. That's
1: <laughs> Dr. Mm. Oh, no, no, he didn't eradicate Uh-oh. it. We still have it.
0: <laughs> I said helped eradicate.
1: Oh. <laughs> I didn't say get rid of it completely. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's a trick question.
0: All right. What, what doctor married a nurse named Christine?
2: Oh, 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 oh!
0: Everybody's just confused.
1: I don't think Doctor Strange ever got married. He showed sure did. but I thought the girl—that's the reason. Well, he was you're off. thinking, no, you're,
2: yeah, yeah, no, okay. I think it is Doctor Strange. Okay. If I'm, because I'm guessing when I watched the the first movie. And the woman that was there helping him. Okay. The, the reason
1: he went to try to. Nah, I'm going. I'm going with Doctor Fauci because I don't think I don't think Doctor Strange was ever married.
0: Okay, you're gonna say Strange, be dog.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Doctor Strange dates a nurse named Christine Palmer in the MCU but did not marry her. Dr. Fauci married Christine Grady in 1985. <laughs> I am like, Dr. Strange, <laughs> uh,
1: no, like, Strange never got married.
0: Shockingly so difficult, this game. I'm like,
1: Dr. Strange never got married. In no. the
0: comics, he married a woman named Clea. I mean, like, oh, way did. down the line. yeah, and She became oh. uh, Sorcerer Supreme not long after. All right, last oh. question. Which doctor was the most Googled doctor of 2022? Dr. Strange or Dr. <laughs> Fauci? So this year, who was the most Googled doctor this year?
2: Of 2022? 2022, of 2022. Strange mm-hmm. or Fauci? I'm going to go... I'm going to go, just because the movie is out, I'm going to go Strange.
1: See, that's that's the thinking I was going to do. Was, See, if you said gonna,
2: 2020, I would have gone Fauci. Me too. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with B-Dog
1: on this because 2022... You know, how Marvel people are so crazy. They wanna they wanted to see the trailer, they wanna see what's new. And plus he was in the homecoming, the Spider Man movie, so they wanted to say, Okay, Doctor Strange is in this, Doctor Strange is coming up, so Doctor Strange.
0: Well you're both getting a point there, and Robert Ori's <laughs> gonna win six four. Good job. Yeah, Doctor Fauci <laughs> held that record, and you're both right, in twenty twenty he was the most Googled doctor. In twenty twenty two thus yeah. far it has been Doctor
1: Strange. So you can't, you, can't, Nobody, you can't do the marvel. That's like a dis, that's a disadvantage for B if you do something marvel and me and him.
0: Uh, why? Because you're just gonna clean house on him all the time.
1: <laughs> yes. And right. I mean, he didn't he didn't clean I mean like he cleaned house. Hey, first of all, a win is a win, dog. Come on now. Yeah. Now, you can win by one or twenty one. It can, doesn't matter. You can either win, a win or
0: you can drain on green somebody's ass. One <laughs> of the two. <laughs> one of the two.
1: We're going to go home. That's how it rolls out.
2: All right. Well, I'm already home, so.
1: (laughs) Shortcut to, to
2: a loss. Look at that. Shortcut to a loss.
0: Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shot Bob Pod for links to all our guests and all sorts of fun. The Big Shot Bob Pod is a presentation of Live by Lives Podcast One and Podcast One
1: Sportsnet. Stream the biggest movies and TV shows for free on Pluto TV. Watch movies like Titanic and G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra. Plus TV shows like CSI and Star Trek The Next Generation. Starting this month, check out the 24-7 Stargate channel exclusively on Pluto TV. Plus hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and TV shows absolutely free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device and start watching today.